I'm Brett Cohen, and you're watching The Blue Collar Musician. In this episode of The Blue Collar Musician, we're going to be taking a look at what kind of venues you should be looking for to book your band and act, and exactly how you go about finding them. Hi, and welcome back to The Blue Collar Musician. My name is Brett Cohen. You can find me online at brettcohenmusic.com, and all the social media is at brettcohenmusic. Also, please hit subscribe on this channel so that you can see all my new videos right when they come out. Before we jump into the topic, I did want to let you guys know that I am now an affiliate of GuitarCenter.com and ZZounds.com. What that means is basically, I put links below in the description of this video. If you buy anything from either of those websites and you use my links below, then I'll get a small commission. It's a great way to do all your normal gear shopping, but also be able to contribute to my channel and to help keep things going. Since you guys know I don't ask for donations and I don't have any advertisers. So if you would, please click on those next time you go to buy some gear. That'd be greatly appreciated. Now, with no further ado, let's jump into the topic. Today, we're going to focus on the people that have a band or an act. could be a solo act of any kind. Uh, but this is for those people as opposed to the independent musicians looking for bands with gigs. I touched a lot on that in your first 100 days as a musician. That was a uh, previous video I had done. So if you are uh, an independent guy, you don't have a band or an act, make sure you go back and watch that. That'll get you going. But uh, anyhow, I had mentioned in that video and some other videos uh, how much I advocate going to open mic jams if you're a new musician. Even if you have a band, you have an act ready to go, uh, I would still continue to go to those. And that's number one. That's the first place I'm going to tell you uh, to go look. Uh, go to the open mics and hit up those venues for gigs. A lot of times if they have open mics during the week, then usually they'll have bands or acts on the weekends. So that's a great place to start your database. And I, I do suggest you put together a, a pretty coherent database of venue, contact name, phone number, what type of music they do, what days a week, uh, days of the week, I should say, that they do live music, and um, any other kind of contact information, phone numbers, websites, email addresses, anything like that. I do suggest you start a database like that. And the first places I would put in your database are the places that you're going to attend these open mics at because you know they already have live music. The next thing I suggest is looking at the websites and social media of other bands and acts in the area that are similar to yours. Most people will have their calendar on their website or they'll make announcements on the social media of where they're going to play. Uh, I would add all these to my database. You know they have live music and you know they specialize in your live music. Now, don't poach gigs <laughs> from people like you know by, by doing this if someone has a house gig don't go in and try to undercut them and take the house gig but if it's a kind of place where they're always rotating bands there's absolutely no harm in you putting your uh, your band's name in the hat or your act's name in the hat uh, to get chosen just because friends of yours or other musicians are already playing there to me that's a great resource and a great way to expand your database and you might find a lot of places that you didn't even know had live music uh, as a result of doing all this. So it, it's a great practice. The next place I would look is Yelp.com. Uh, this can actually be a great resource. I would go in there and search for restaurants, bars, nightlife, nightclubs. Those are all different types of venues you can search in the areas that you want to look for. At one time, they had a feature where you could do like a sub-search of all those results of places that had live music. I don't know if you can still do that or not. Last time I tried it, I couldn't find that option. Uh, but it might be there by, by the time you go to look, it might be back again. Uh, there is an option where you can search live music venues, uh, 
as a thing. I would kind of suggest looking at that, but for the most part, that's places where you're going to find uh, your arenas, your theaters, your your people uh, who are touring acts. You're going to find a lot of venues like that where there's a lot of touring acts and things like that. Uh, maybe not the kind of place that's going to pay um, cover musicians or, or whatever your act is necessarily to play there. But if you look through a lot of the reviews as well, you look through the descriptions of the places, uh, if you go to their website, links off there, you can usually find out if a lot of those places have live music. By and large, what you're really going to have to do is hit the streets and hit the phones, hit the internet. So I would look around at different restaurants, just go to different restaurants and uh, ask them if they have live music. Uh, you may not want to go door to door to every single restaurant, use some discernment, but a lot of times you know... For example, an upscale steak restaurant might have a uh, piano player that will play in there, or they might have an acoustic guitar player that plays in there. So you could ask venues like that uh, if they have that. Other other fancier places will have uh, full bands and things like that. So I was able to do a lot of gigs in California, actually still here in Vegas too, that were, were at restaurants. So you just have to look for them and try to find them. And you could go online, too, and run a search that says maybe restaurants with live music in whatever city is you're looking at. I don't know. depends on your city if you'll actually get results and depends on how they've tagged their sites and things like that. But you could try that. So I, I would go look for, for restaurants, especially if you have sort of an artsy district or a, or a music or live entertainment district. I would look at all the restaurants in those districts because there's a good chance that some of them are going to book music. By the same token, I would look at bars. There's a lot of bars. If you walk into a bar and it's one small room, um, clearly not a stage, clearly no room for a band, that's not a place that's really worth investigating. But if you go into some of the larger bars and nightclubs, things like that, if you walk in and you see a stage, well, that's a good sign to begin with. But it's always good to just ask around and uh, ask them if they have live music. And you don't necessarily want to come into all these places and look like a, a salesman, but just kind of walk in, try to evaluate really quick if it's even worth asking. If it is worth asking, I would sit down and order a drink or order something so that you're actually a customer. People are a lot more willing to talk to you if you're a customer, especially if you end up actually talking to the person, coincidentally, who books the bands, if they do have live entertainment. It's always much better to be a customer than a salesman. So keep that in mind during all these journeys. You might have to spend a little money at each of these places to be able to get the information that you need. But uh, if you spend 5 or $6 on a drink um, a couple times a day, it's going to add up. And you might be a little buzzed <laughs> by the end of the day if you've gone to six or seven bars in a row. So I don't suggest doing that. You have to be wise. You know, use some discernment in that. But just remember that angle of, of trying to be a customer at these places. Another great spot to check out is wineries and breweries that are open to the public that have little bars and whatnot. Uh, most of those places will have some form of live music. Now, I happen to come from Temecula, California. That's where I worked for a long time. It's a very well-known wine area. So we had an overabundance of wineries. You might be in an area that has no wineries or has no breweries. That's entirely possible too. But if you are, most of those places will have live music. So make sure you hit them up. And I would try to hit them up in person first. You still might end up having to ask uh, to call somebody or something like that. But it's I always like to try to make contact face-to-face -face whenever possible. And uh, the restaurants, bars, wineries, breweries, that's a place where usually you can do that makes some kind of face-to-face -face contact, even if it's not with the person doing the booking. But uh, that's a good place to start. Okay, one thing that gets overlooked a lot is uh, RV resorts. So I'm not talking about trailer parks, uh, but there's a lot of places where uh, people will jump in their RVs and they'll go to these RV resorts all throughout the country. Uh, I find a lot of people 
down here in the southwest, a lot of people come down from Canada. Uh, when it gets too cold up there, they drive the RV down. They'll stay at these places sometimes for months at a time, sometimes just for a couple days if they're trying to make a cross-country journey. But a lot of these places have pretty good budgets, and they have more entertainment than you would think. There was one spot that I used to play at a lot. They had solo and duo acts in the afternoons. I believe every day of the week, or at least five days a week, they had those acts going. Then they also had bands on the weekends for what they call their dances. Uh, that's where all the people from the RV parks get together in a large room and, and a band plays and they dance. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a dance, but what do you want me to tell you? Uh, but seriously, a lot of these RV places will uh, will have things like that. There's even niche RV places. Like I uh, do a lot of gigs every year at a nudist colony. It's, a, it's an RV park that, that's a nudist colony. So sometimes you have to think outside of the box. For the record, no, the band is not nude on those gigs. In fact, we're not allowed to be nude per our contract, in case you were wondering. So now you can get that image out of your head and we can move on. But nonetheless, uh, think outside the box. Think of some places where not everybody is necessarily beating down their door because they're so focused on the more obvious places. Okay, one of the best paying places in any area are the casinos. And now with the with the rise of Native American casinos all across the country, most states and most people have these casinos available to them. Now, not all of them will have live music if they're a really small casino, but most medium-sized casinos and up have live music uh, at least on the weekends, sometimes all throughout the week. So this could be a great opportunity to get off-night gigs or afternoon gigs and things like that. And again, also, they do tend to pay really well. You have to jump through a lot of hoops with them. You're not going to be able to make face-to-face -face contact, by and large. You're going to have to try to use different channels, be it the internet or asking people you know or just calling the casinos and going through a whole chain of people to try to find out who actually does the booking. Uh, but it's worth doing that, in my opinion. These can be really strong, really good paying gigs. Another often overlooked avenue is local fairs and festivals. So I know where I come from, we had several fairs all throughout the year. And usually you can find out the company who puts those fairs and festivals on and try to contact that company and let them know that your act or your band is available to play. Uh, it's not really a steady gig because that fair may only come through once a year but at least if you get in with them then you know every year you have a gig sometimes you can get several nights out of it you could get every night they're there uh, if the people really like you so don't overlook things like that fairs and festivals great resource another great thing to do is to reach out to party planners and wedding planners a lot of times these people are looking for bands and acts for different events obviously wedding planners looking for a wedding but party planners do all sorts of different things make yourself available to them make sure your stuff is really well put together i mean we'll do another another video about that about how to put together a good package to present to people make sure you really have your act together and your act looks professional but contact those people because they could be a great resource even if they don't use you maybe they can turn you on to somebody else so make yourself known to those folks another great way to go but a little more difficult path is to present yourself to agents a lot of times you may not necessarily know who the local agents are. So the best thing to do is to ask the people you know that are in bands. Ask them if they use an agent at any time. And most of these agencies are going to be non-exclusive. Uh, so you could use more than one. But just ask your friends in the business who they use. Uh, if you come across a venue and they say, oh, we only book through an agency, find out what agency they book through or agencies or agents. Try to collect those names. You could also run a Google search or something like that to look for agents in your area. Again, make sure your stuff is really well put together before you present to these people. But obviously, that could be a great resource. You know, one great agent could keep you working every night of the week. And so my final tip on this topic is to go to Craigslist 
or really any kind of uh, site that's similar to Craigslist, a classified site, and go into the services offered section and just put up a post. Let people know that you're available for, for different events and, and venues. Let people know what you do, have links to your site, things like that. You're not going to get a ton of work this way, but you'll get a gig every couple of months. It's, it's worked for me in the past, and uh, it's often overlooked. And who knows, maybe you could end up getting a really great steady gig out of it. It just has been my experience, but at least you'll get a lot of good one-offs and things like that from it. So uh, don't be afraid to post an ad up there, and, and again, you'll have to deal with a couple of loonies here and there, but use your best judgment, and you should be able to get something good out of it. Okay, I hope you guys got a lot out of this video and know where to go look for some gigs for your band, at least how to get started. Again, this is Brett Cohen. This is the Blue Collar Musician, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, once again, please make sure you hit subscribe on this video so that you can get all the new videos when they come out. Again, you can find me at brettcohenmusic.com and all the social medias at Brett Cohen Music. And I hope to see you guys again real soon. Have a good one. I'm Brett Cohen.